right, guys, thank you for tuning in on our Sunday afternoon editions. Um, we are uh, calling these podcasts the I Three Share Your Story uh, Time, and um, uh, you know we've been together for quite a while. And uh, one of the things we do, if you don't come out on a, on a Sunday night, is um, we give everybody the opportunity to some extent to share our stories because um, I think as a, a ministry team, as as, as a group, uh, when we know each other's stories, it it um, I don't know, it brings us closer together. And um, our ministry here is I three, and so it's uh, our, our regular uh, time together on Wednesday nights. We can we call our um, ignite. Uh, and that's the first I. And uh, that's all about time where we just um, introduce uh, people who may not know or may have never encountered Christ. We, we, we're sharing the gospel uh, uh, there. And then um, also in that time, it's it's a chance for us to reflect on our relationship with Christ. And and so Ignite is is that big group type thing that we have, that we do. And it's just it's just a way to kind of light that fire, whet that appetite for for Christ. And and then the next the next uh, element of what we do at our ministry we call the uh, invest. And invest is all about building um, each other up. It's a, a chance to build our group um, and just kind of invest in each other. And also we start to we start moving outside of the wall some during that time, start investing in other people. Um, and so invest is taking what we know, what we already have, that we've already been lit with a fire for Christ to take that same fire and start investing in other people. And then finally, the third thing, the third I in our ministry is impact. And so we want to take that fire that we have, that we've been investing in each other, investing in others. We want to take that even further to where we're impacting the world for uh, the gospel. And so that's what I3 stands for. And, um, you know, the first part of that is that being lit part, you guys, uh, it's, it's that ignite uh, part. And so um, uh, I just want to take an opportunity on Sunday afternoons to ask um, our students and uh, college leaders, uh, adults that come in as well. Uh, we just want to hear your story. What was it? How did you come to the point in your walk, your life, uh, to where you wanted to have that relationship with Christ? Tell us your story about how you grew up, um, when you knew that God was calling you, and then when you finally surrendered to that calling. So today, I have um, for our first um, actual Sunday afternoon um, uh, I3 drop is uh, we just wanted to stay right here in the room and uh, and talk with Hayden Turner. I wanted Hayden, um, he's he's here with me each week along with Noah, and I just wanted him the op give him the opportunity to just speak into this and share his story, and we just want to hear. Um, you know, how God has brought him uh, into relationship with him and just uh, and just uh, some of that. St- so, so Hayden, hey, how you doing? What's up? All right, man. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I think I've explained it. Everybody understands what we're doing here. And um, and, and I know you've had the opportunity to share yeah. your share your story before with other folks. And I, I know I've heard, I think, most of it. 
uh, in the past, but but it's good to be able to just sit down and really uh, listen to your whole story. And man, I just want to give you that opportunity. So, man, I'm just going to turn it over to you. You just tell. I mean, first of all, just tell us your story, how how you came to Christ, and and um, we'll move on from there. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm really excited to do this. Uh, a little different environment I've ever like <laughs> told my testimony on a you know podcast, but you know I'm really excited. Um, yeah, so. Uh, I guess it really all just starts, you know, I grew up in a church home. Um, my parents, we went to church every Sunday, um, went to VBS, you know, went to all the extra stuff, you know, and I think I have a similar story to, you know, a lot of the youth I've talked to about their stories about how, you know, at a young age, we got saved at a VBS or just, you know, or something, you know, we just thought, you know, walked an aisle and we thought that's what, you know, being saved was, you know, was saying this prayer. And so, you know, I believe that's what happened to me when I was younger. Uh, it happened in kindergarten. I remember I got baptized when I was, I, I think I was, I believe I was five. And so, um, I just remember, you know, being baptized, but I don't, I don't think I really had a relationship, you know, until I, I would say like early elementary school or, you know, like third or fourth, uh, grade, you know, uh, because I just didn't fully understand, mm-hmm. um, who Jesus was and who he was to me. And so, I would say, you know, I was just one of those examples of <laughs> you think you're saved, uh, you know, because you just said a prayer. Right. And so, but I was, I was really blessed to have really good Sunday school teachers and everything like that to, you know, acknowledge, you know, I got saved probably around early elementary school. But anyways, so that's how it started. Uh, got saved at a young age. And so... What really happened with me and my story was, so through elementary, throughout elementary school, you know, everyone's pretty innocent and uh, you're not really exposed to the world too much. It, granted, it was a public school, but then again, I just, I just wasn't really exposed to the world at, you know, at this really high level. <laughs> and so I think what happened was I went into middle school really naive. Right. And... I went into middle school thinking that everybody was saved and that everybody would try to do the right thing and all that stuff like that. And so I think I just kind of went into middle school kind of blind to it. And so what ended up happening was I started just getting introduced to stuff in the world, uh, starting, you know, sixth and seventh and eighth grade. Um, I just started doing worldly things like, making like hanging out with people I shouldn't hang out with, right, you know, right. and everything like that. And just, you know, doing stuff I shouldn't do. And, you know, the flesh in me liked it, you know? So I, you know, I kept doing it. I was like, whatever, you know, it kind of, you know, I was feeling convicted, but you know, I didn't want to chase my convictions because, you know, I wanted to fit in and everything like that. And so I was so worried about my popularity in middle school and in early high school that, well, that, I mean, that, I age, just, that age yeah. is hard. I mean, it's, it's yeah. that transitional age. You're trying to figure yourself out. Mm-hmm. You're trying to trying to make a name for yourself. Yeah, it, I mean, it's you can be easily influenced you know, based off the desire that this would make me cool among my peers. And so I just started getting into stuff. And then in early high school, you know, I just kind of got into, you know, some partying and, you know, relationships I shouldn't be in, stuff like that. And so I just kind of remember just in ninth grade, I had become like this really mean person. But I I should say this, while I was doing all this stuff like partying and, you know, being in these relationships that I shouldn't be in, 
I was uh I was going to church every Sunday. I was right. going to church every Wednesday. I was going to every day now. I was going to every youth camp. But I put on such a good face uh, to show that, you know, I'm this strong Christian or whatever. But really, you know, I was really broken on the inside because I was so caught up in my flesh that my flesh was loving it, but my soul was hurting it so bad. And so I just remember just being broke down for, for a long time because I didn't want to, you know, put away my desires. And so it's actually really funny what, uh, what's, what ended up happening was, you know, I'm, I'm caught up in a lot of stuff at this point and this is the end of ninth grade and I go to the graduation and I see my, uh, algebra teacher, Mr. Constant, great guy. Um, he handed me a Bible and said, you need to read this more. And I'm not lying. Like that just kind of real, that kind of started, I feel like my transition into thinking, you know, I need to stop living this double life. Right. Like I'm miserable five days out of the week because Sunday and Wednesday, you know, I'm enjoying it because, you know, I'm in church and, you know, I'm glorifying God then, but I'm not glorifying God the other five days of the week. So, you know, it's kind of, it, it's kind of not a convenience that the only time I'm being, I guess, at peace is when I'm spending time with God. Right. You right. know, and I'm putting on that face or whatever. And so, um, 10th grade, I kind of just kind of fell back still, you know, just still was doing stuff I shouldn't do. And then by that point, I just remember telling myself, you know, Hayden, you're so far, you know, away from God that, you know, why would he want you back? And, you know, you can't, you can't make up for everything that you've done, you know, even if everybody else doesn't know, God knows and stuff like that. And I was just feeling a lot of shame, I guess about what I've been doing and uh, just felt like I couldn't be loved um, by God because of how much I've done, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so then I remember in 11th grade, I can't remember exactly where. I just remember hearing a sermon on Luke 15, and it was the prodigal son. Right, right. And so the prodigal son, in case y'all don't know, is, you know, this son, he takes his inheritance and he goes away from his father. He basically says his father's dead. He goes off and he spends it on reckless living. Basically, uh, a famine comes through and the son realizes, you know, he's like, he's at the very low. And, you know, a couple years ago, he like told, told his dad, you're basically dead to me. Give me my money. And he runs away. So he comes back and he's kind of thinking, you know, like, man, how's my dad? Like, you know, how's my father going to accept me? And then he comes back and it says his father ran to him with open arms and hugs him and says, you know, quick you know cut the biggest calf or whatever uh my son who was dead is now alive again and so I just remember just being (laughs) slapped in the face and thinking you know the reason I haven't committed to this relationship um with Jesus so much is because I just felt like I was so caught up in sin that I couldn't be accepted back but in reality you know Jesus when he died for me on the cross you know his blood washed away everything you know, his blood's more powerful than my sins that I'm committing. And so I just kind of remember this 180 in my life where I just started realizing all the things I was doing and all the things that needed to change. And, uh, I got, I got out of a few friendships that I shouldn't have been in, which was hard. Um, I got out of a relationship that I shouldn't have been in, uh, which was hard. (laughs) Uh, but you know, it was, it was all to make my relationship with Christ better and God really blessed me 
with the friends that I found in the youth group, you know, because I really turned to our youth group and our church to, you know, help me get through this, uh, you know, transition in my life. And so, I, I mean, I was really blessed to have, you know, guys like Landon and Turner that and, and Matt that literally just kind of helped me transition through everything. Um, and so, you know, ever since then, I've been just been, uh, you know, trying to try to share the gospel as much as I can, trying to be the uh, hands and feet of Christ as much as I can. And, you know, just just really blessed that. I just happened to hear a sermon, <laughs> right? You know, one day I happened to be listening, and you know, it was about something that I was extremely struggling with, right? You know, not being I didn't feel like I could be accepted, and yeah, then, kind of a, a divine appointment, right? Yeah, I mean, it was. It was. It, I just remember how crazy it was, and then after that, you know, and, and it's crazy when I tell this story to some people because I, I mean, I really put on a good face for a lot of people. Uh, and like a lot of people didn't know what I was going through and everything. So, um, I kind of wish I wouldn't have done that. I kind of wish I would have, you know, told people that I trusted, um, what I was going through, mm -hmm. you know, cause that's kind of what we are as a church. You know, everyone's not going through something different. You know, I'm going through the same thing probably as a lot of other people in our church is going through. And right. so kind of for me i just wish i would have owned kind it of, earlier yeah kind of owned it earlier so i could have gotten a little bit you know a little bit of help i guess a little earlier so right. but no I, I mean ever since 11th grade i mean of course i still have my struggles and everything like that but i feel like a lot of me has been just committing my life to god and laying down my desires for him gotcha well, the next thing I want to ask, and, and I ask this question a lot because we talk about it a lot, is, um, you know, the uh, we use this word relationship. And um, so uh, I just want to ask, like, what does relationship mean when it comes to your walk with Christ? That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> um, I think a big thing about having a relationship with Christ uh, I think it, it all starts with what I kind of said earlier was, you know, laying down my desires for his desires for me. And so um, I think I think it comes with complete surrender and faith in Christ that what I'm doing is for the betterment of his kingdom and for, you know, this world. Um, I think a huge part of having a relationship with Christ is um, I can't remember the exact verse but it talks about you know casting everything upon him mm -hmm. and so with me you know prayer has been a huge part of my life and a huge part of my relationship because you can't have a relationship with someone unless you talk to them right right and right. so um when it says cast everything i think we like to think about you know our anxiety and you know you know sometimes our happiness and everything like that but i i cast everything when I'm angry, you know, or I'm depressed, you know, whatever it is, like, I want to give God all of that. So if I don't understand something, even if I'm frustrated with God, like, I want to cast that upon him, you know, so because he knows my heart, you right. know. And so I think just having that honesty in my prayer has really helped me grow in my relationship with Christ. And so, you know, overall relationship with Christ, I just believe that it's having complete surrender to um, Christ's desires for us 
um, and continually to, to strive for, you know, growth. Uh, sanctification is the word, I think. Uh, I think that's just, uh, that's, that's one of the biggest things for me is just laying down my desires and my pride and my stubbornness and, you know, taking on what Christ has for me. Right. I think you, I think you hit on it really well there that like, having a relationship and knowing what he wants in the first place comes from you pursuing that time that you spend with him. Yeah. Uh, whether it be through prayer or through reading and studying mm-hmm. and, and, um, yeah. So, well, that's awesome. That's awesome. You got any other thoughts before we wrap up? Um, I just have an encouragement. Uh, guys, kind of like I said, uh, before I just answered that question, I'm trying to think of when I said it. Oh, kind of at the end of my testimony, um, if you're struggling with something, you know, or you have questions, like, um, I just want to encourage y'all to find someone you trust and talk to them about it. Um, don't feel so ashamed about what sin you're living in that you don't go to somebody, you know, with for help with it. Or, yeah, yeah. try to help you with it. Because um, the same things that they were struggling with thousands of years ago when the Bible was written we can see we're still struggling with the same thing. So um, I just want to encourage y'all, if y'all are struggling with something, please just reach out to somebody you trust, whether it be one of us or an adult, because um, we love you and um, we want to help you through the hard times. Because, you know, I wish I would have done the same thing when I was uh, a lot of the youth's age and stuff like that. So that's about it. Good. And as we wrap up, I always want to ask this question, is um, that guy who's riding the fence right now, doesn't know whether this Jesus thing is for them. Um, maybe a little scared of it. Maybe doesn't see the benefit of it. Um, I just want to ask that as the last question. What what would you say to that person, the benefit of, of making the decision that you made to follow Christ? What, what, what is the... What's the what's the win in that? Like, I mean, because honestly, sometimes on the outside looking in, you're like, okay, so he gave up some friends and he gave up a girl and he gave up, you know, some stuff. But like, where's the where's the where's the good in that? You know, yeah. So tell us about the win. Well, the win. Uh, I think one of the biggest wins is <laughs> eternal life with, with Christ. You know, um, I think just kind of knowing that you're a child of God. Um, And so the way I look at it is, you know, children get an inheritance. And so, you know, whatever, you know, Christ inherits, we inherit too. And so, and, you know, with Christ, there's just an overwhelming peace uh, in my life. That doesn't mean my life's hard. I mean, easy. Uh, It doesn't mean that I have no problems in my life or anything like that. But I kind of just have a hope. Um Peace you know, I have, I have uh, yeah, I guess I have a, you know, a peace and a hope. And, uh, I mean, all those things are Jesus, <laughs> right. uh, in my life. And so it's just you know, one thing, it's just really comforting to know, um, you know, I'm going to have hard times in my life. Uh, God doesn't say he's, he's not going to, you know, keep us from hard times. He said he's going to get us through them. And so, uh, that's what I would just tell somebody, I guess, you know, it gives me hope and peace knowing I'm a child of God, I guess. Awesome. Awesome. Well, to wrap up Hayden, like, I just, I just want to tell you, like, um, I've known you for, I don't know, 
about two year and years. a half, almost two, maybe. No, yeah, we're, we're stretching it out there. And um, I've had the opportunity to see you grow over that time, to see you pull in close, and um, just see your walk um, in, in in Christ grow through that period of time. And so, um, you know, like when I when I was first putting together this I three podcast, the idea behind this. Um, uh, you know, I wanted to invite somebody in to, uh, speak weekly with us that, um, um, I knew that would be fun. <laughs> uh, we have good conversation all the time yeah. and that always kind of reflects, I believe in our, in our podcast and, um, just, uh, that enjoys, uh, that I enjoy spending time with, but, um, also I really wanted someone that I saw, uh, some real maturity in, and um, I've seen that in you this year. I appreciate um, just uh, the opportunity that God's given me just to be a part of your uh, your walk this last year, and and um, it's it's been it's been awesome to be a part of that. And so um, I just want to uh, you know tell you continue uh, to do what you're doing, continue to push in closer, continue to grow, continue to learn continue to um, just mature in your faith. I'm, I'm excited to see what this next year and a half to two years has in store for Hayden Turner. <laughs> well, thank you for that. I really appreciate that. That's a uh, really encouraging. And I just want to thank you for, uh, you know, investing in me so much uh, this last year and a half. You've helped me grow and mature a lot. Uh, we, uh, we all really appreciate you, Scott. So thank you. Well, thank you. Hey, let's close this podcast in prayer. Father God, I just thank you for the opportunity to hang out with Hayden uh, this afternoon to hear his story. I thank you for all of the ways that you over the years have been drawing him to you, continuing to grow him and make him into uh, the man of God that um, you're going to continue to grow him into. Father God, I thank you for all of our students. I thank you for everyone who listens to this podcast. I pray that you would um, have them hear our words and through that hear our heart and our desire um, just to know you and to know you more. But not only that, God, our desire to share you with all of our friends and all of our listeners and all of our family so that they would be able to draw close to you and grow in relationship with you as well. Father God, thank you. It's your name I pray. Amen. Amen.